When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Battle Red Radio. This is Corey DLG. With me, as always, is little brother Nico, producing one of the greatest podcasts uh, that you're going to listen to today. Um, yeah, welcome to another quick hit, middle of the week edition of Battle Red Radio. How are we doing, Nico? Uh, I think we're doing pretty well. I mean, I've just been so busy, you know, looking at how our schedule has just slaughtered us and have two battling two very strong opinions because I feel like you and Colton are on such different ends of the spectrum here. <laughs> no, I think what Colton is doing is I think he's taking the the optimistic approach, which is probably more what I should be doing given what we do now. Uh, you know me. I'm an honest guy. I, I, I don't know another way to do it. Yeah, but you had his winning games that he said we would lose, and then like, <laughs> like in games are opposites. He was like, he was like, yeah, we're just gonna get slaughtered here, and you're like, that's an easy dub. You're like, I don't know if we can beat the Bears. He's like, we walk them. <laughs> yeah, listen, the Bears, I think, are going to be one of those surprise awful teams. People are talking about like Trey Lance, like he's this, uh, uh, like second coming kind of deal. I, I genuinely. You're just like, no, dog. Yeah, I just, I'm not sure where it's supposed to be coming from. It is, it is a funny, like, it's, it's Oh, I, I said great. Trey Lance. I'm in Justin Fields. I'm sorry. Trey Lance is 49ers. He's also a guy that they don't even, like, Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> has kept his job for two years because, or he kept his job last year because Trey Lance, the coaching staff for an entire year, said he wasn't ready. And now they've moved on for now. Jimmy G is definitely designated the backup, and they're acting like they're going to put this other guy out there, and it's going to be okay. Man, if there's if there's someone's career who I've just been so devastated by, it's it's got to be Jimmy G. <laughs> I feel bad for Jimmy G, but yeah, no, Chicago. They got Justin Fields, Trevor Simeon. Uh, there's not. A, I don't. I I don't respect anything about their receiving core, about their quarterbacking. The running game isn't great, and their defense has kind of taken a couple steps back. So I think a lot of people think about the Bears and they think of like a team from a couple of years ago. They they haven't been like they have not been very good at all. Yeah, and they don't even have their good defense anymore like they had under right. the the True Biscuit as I call him. <laughs> True Biscuit is actually the starter over in Pittsburgh this year and that's going to be a, another mess. The Bears went 6 and 11 last year. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't think they're better this year than they were last year. And on top of that, in that division, the Lions got better. Minnesota and Green Bay both think that they're better. So, like the who? <laughs> that's right, the who. You, you're going to have to learn that the Lions are a real team. They had a, a whole hard knocks this year. I mean, like, look, they can they can make all the fake media they want. They can, they can produce all of the, you know, like, 
you know, it's like a mockumentary or like a, they could do a 60 minutes on them and I'd still be like, yeah, sure. Over this <laughs> theoretical football team that exists. You sound like your whole generation denying the existence of Helen Keller. Like, I don't even know what to make of you people anymore. See, like, that was a person. I don't believe the Lions are a real football organization. <laughs> okay, uh, how about this? How about I'll put it to you this way? And you're right, Colton and I are on different ends. Uh, but I think it's – I think Colton probably has, like, a national perspective on some of these teams. And I'm just – I don't know. I you're saying, you're saying as, you, as, a, as a true Houston native, you're just gonna, we're just going to take the ill on this one. Yeah, I, you, I, don't have a, both... I don't have a problem saying, like, there's definitely some teams out there who are just going to mollywop us. But to but be I don't... fair, both of you were in agreement that we are definitely over, like, what everyone else thinks we are, which is fair. I think we're better than last year, and they have us doing the worse, if not the same. Yeah. Let me tell you guys about the latest party to hit the Houston scene. Custom geek parties. Everything from corporate team-building exercises, geek-themed weddings... RPG parties, board game parties, cosplay parties, and more. Call Gamers Inner Circle Geek Party at 281-746-4260. Gamers Inner Circle Geek Party at 281-746-4260. Gamers Inner Circle, are you in yet? Here, here's, here's something to think about. Okay, so think about what you just said. The experts basically have us doing worse, if not the same. Uh, ESPN... Uh, did a, a big power ranking article where they gave every team in the NFL the chance for them to win the Super Bowl and then also a chance for them just to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the chances of the Texans winning the Super Bowl were only 0.6% according to ESPN. I think that's that's probably generous, honestly. I, I If someone would let me bet on a zero percent, I would. I would. I would. I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a chance. They wouldn't do that because you'd always win. I. I would win. That would be a bet. I would. But some people would be like, "Oh, I want some odds." No, I don't want any odds at all. I want straight zero percent. Like, (laughs) there's no, 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 no chance. Um, You don't know, Corey. What if every quarterback in the league simultaneously breaks their arm? That listen, that's listen. If if everyone ahead of us coming into the playoffs, every like starter and backup both get hurt. I mean, yeah, okay, all right, you never know. And then uh, Texans win their first Super Bowl on a technicality because every legal player else has failed. <laughs> if the other team is signing like a fourth stringer to start coming into the playoff game, I do like our chances. That's fair. Oh no! To be fair, that's that's where you set up the the miracle story where we get to that one. We're on like our fresh starters and like the ninth string, like, and they take it home off of a miracle <laughs> ninety yard field goal kick. Look at that! Now you sound like a Texans fan already. Oh, I love uh, it. Now here's the thing though that is I feel like a little bit of a contradiction because you're right. Most people have been like, I don't like the Texans' chances. Our percentage to make the playoffs, I think, is generous. It's fifteen point four percent. Yeah. No, I mean, like the thing is that our conference is so bad. Right. Exactly. Our 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 little our little division is is a mess. We've got a not not. Mm, listen, I don't think there's any chance that we don't. I don't think there's any chance we take the the division from Tennessee, but. There is a chance that we're going to pick up some easy wins from the other teams in the division, and then it's a matter of how we handle those. Other... If you think about it, fifteen percent is one in six. Yeah, those, those aren't bad odds to make the playoffs. 
So even ESPN is giving some credence to the idea that, hey, this team could win nine games. Which is hilarious to me because Vegas was like four, take it or leave it. <laughs> the number is four. I, I sorry, four point one, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know. How, yeah, I don't know how you do that. How do you point one a game? Like uh, it's not an average. Like you don't divide. Football is a complicated sport. I don't want to ex- just bore you with the details of winning and losing and decimal points. But four point one—that's the number. Yeah, four point one. Sure, whatever. Thanks, Vegas. <laughs> who's the guy that convinced someone that, like, no, they didn't lose by four. They lost by 4.1. Like, who's that guy? Yeah, I think. Like, because, like, over under, I understand. Like, oh, they won by so many X points. But, like, you can't lose more than one a game. <laughs> so, I think what they're doing there is they're avoiding the push. Right? Like, they're just trying to stay out of the way. Maybe. But it's just, it's still obnoxious. It's just a silly number. It is. It's a dumb. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. This is what math is used for in professionally, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I'm not sure about that. Um, so I did my first fantasy draft this season. I haven't played fantasy football in about three years. Was that the game that we played, or did we play another one? Uh, a million. We did. We did a fantasy football draft. That's what we did a, a, while, a long time no, ago. No, we. It definitely was the one that we played together because it, I, I drafted at my buddy's twenty first birthday party. Yeah. No, this is. I mean, it's it's it, it's fantasy football, but this is this is a different league. We obviously we haven't. I haven't played football or fantasy football in three four years. Um, I feel like I committed a war crime that my draft went so well. Um. I mean, some people just – they just don't know what they're picking. I, I'm i a little confused by what everyone's strategy was because I know everyone likes to avoid quarterbacks. So they're like, oh, I can get a good quarterback later in the draft. I got the the first the, – the, the best quarterback in the draft. And uh, for a backup, Joe Burrows, who just took the Bengals to the Super Bowl, uh, who is – He's, by most accounts, like the fourth or fifth best quarterback this year based on projections. What? I have both of them. You rob someone blind? You bribe somebody? And, and, I just, the crazier part is, it was way later. So, I took Josh Allen with the 20th pick. With the first pick, I took a running back. I took uh, Taylor from Indianapolis. I think... I think that guy's going to get the most carries in the NFL this year. So I, I, he's going to have a lot of chances to, to run and score. Um, and then I was the number one pick in the draft, so it folds, right? So it goes one through ten, and then ten goes backwards to one. So it was 20 picks. The 20th pick, I took the best quarterback in the league, Josh Allen. Uh, sure. Then – we go well just for fanciful purposes because he runs and passes and there's touchdowns and all that. Yeah. Then we go through several rounds. Literally, my 80th pick is Joe Burrows, or the 80th pick in the draft, not my 80th. The 80th pick in the draft is Joe Burrows. Unreal. And and people people took other quarterbacks ahead of him, guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I don't think either one of those two are going to have a better year than Joe Burrows. Yeah, that's crazy. What the heck? It was it was weird. It was very very weird. Um, 
for the purposes of what we do here, though, talking about the Texans, uh, the only two players that really kind of move from the Texans roster is Damian Pierce and Brandon Cooks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those guys went in the fifth round. Damian Pierce is basically, they've got him in like the bottom third of the league running backs. So 20th, 25th, somewhere in that range. And Brandon Cooks is in a similar, you know, 18 to 25 range as far as projections go for this year. Um, If both of those guys are top 20 in their positions, our our offense is going to be doing a pretty good job for what we think about. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I think it's the solid picks. No, but what I mean is if they finish out projected, like if we finish the season and our running back is between the 15th and the 25th best running back in the league, not like a top five guy, which would be great if he finished top five. But if he makes it through the whole season and his numbers are good enough to be in the top 20 running backs in the league, I think that that, that that's a pretty good no, That's a pretty good season for a rookie for us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially because we've just had such bad – honestly, we've just had such bad drafts, I think, our entire existence. Well, running back, for sure. We've never been able to lock in on running backs. For whatever reason, it's just well, never been one of those positions we can figure out. Well, just in general, too. Like, again, going back oh, – I forget who posted it. Like, that crazy, like, basically, like, investment in, like – draft picks were like in the negatives like we don't keep any of them but none of them are any good oh you're talking about uh there was that what was it we were uh, it was it was actually from the texans reddit thing um trying to think now how it was phrased but essentially it was production from draft picks and then, like it was comp, it was converted into some sort of number system, and our result was negative. We're the only ones. Everyone we, else, went, like either net zeroed or went positive. We are the only team in the league that went negative. That's pretty impressive. They that, had that, to put they had to put negatives on the axis. Yeah, they had to show us. another axis just to get us on the on the chart. Uh, but it's also kind of impressive because, like, how's your team worse based on who you drafted? Like easily, you you trade for you you either trade your picks away, or you, you trade four picks that don't do anything. Like you've given away good players and then drafted nothing. <laughs> so, just to kind of highlight this, this is crazy to me. Okay, uh, back to we don't draft. Uh, we don't do a good job of drafting running backs. Uh, Aaron Foster went undrafted. So we didn't even draft who wound up being our best running back. Okay, everybody, let me tell you all about the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More Adventure Stadium. That's right. We already know about the great and wonderful comics and and trading card store they have on the first floor. They also now have on the second floor a sports memorabilia store and sports trading cards. It's awesome. Get up there to the stadium right there at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard, Suite 130, the second floor above the the original Adventure Begins in the Marcel Town Center. Make sure to check them out. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. The Adventure Stadium. It's weird to think about. Like, 
We're just not good at it. I don't know why. We're just terrible. Well, and he wound up, I think, leading. He's not leading like top three in rushing his second or third year in the league. And to me, it's even crazier that he went totally undrafted. Like, no one saw 30, this. Yeah, all 32 teams, seven rounds, and everyone went, nah. But it kind of does show like how it is very hit or miss in the NFL, and it is a little bit of a crapshoot. Um, watching the Hard Knocks for the Detroit Lions, one of the running, one of the linebackers is a sixth round pick, and frankly, by like halfway through camp, they're like, "This guy's a bona fide for sure, making the roster." Now they're trying to see if he's good enough to start. Like, that's just how out of the blue this guy kind of exploded onto that team. Um, it's just weird how that can sneak up on you. Well, I feel like yeah, Colton made a point earlier where it's like, you know, some some cats don't just get a, their, their time in the sun because they're either overshadowed or underplayed and people just aren't giving them the time of day. And when, you, when they're given well, that chance, you're like, whoa, this guy's way better than we thought. You just never well, and also there's there's playing to skill sets too, right? Like Yeah. You know, if the Lions are asking their linebackers to do A, B, C, uh, but when he was in college they were asking the, the linebackers to do C D E and he's he's better suited to do this other stuff. Like there's just certain things sometimes that pay off. Like the Patriots are really big on that. Like they when they draft when they draft guys, they get a couple seasons of use out of them. Because they put them in situations where they only do that one thing that they're already good at. And then they oh, kind of imagine. try to develop the other skills. Imagine a team using your skills where you're strongest. That's crazy. Right. Like if you come in and you have – I'm just going to make this up because I don't know. I don't know their specifics uh, as far as like players they took because of things. But like let's say you come in and when you're when you're blitzing from the right side of the defense, you have a really strong – like inside left arm move, uh, and you can you can work tackles and get to the quarterback regularly in college from that right side. Uh, if the Patriots were to draft you, they wouldn't try and move you around the line and find where you're comfortable. They would start you as a rookie on that spot, and then in practices they would teach you the other skills and see if they can start moving you around later. But in the beginning, just to get production out of you, they're just going to put you on that right side and just say, hey, go get the guy. And I think that that's probably, you know, that tends to lead more to success for these young kids. And it, it does give these players opportunities to really show something. But it, but it really does make you think how just sometimes everyone misses. Just the best. It's just, it just, it does blow my mind how undrafted players still make teams and still like. Arian Foster made something make like. Me, he made something like. Be incredible. He made something like $35 million as a player and was never like no team drafted him. He's just a guy. <laughs> but no, I do think if, if the Texans players, if Brandon Cooks and Damian Pierce finish the season where they're projected to be, then we're somewhere between those six and eight wins. I, I, I think. You know, if we've got a receiver getting a thousand, finishing the year with a thousand yards, p- finishing somewhere between fifteen and twenty-three, and a running back getting a thousand yards and finishing somewhere between fifteen and twenty-three, uh, I think that means our offense accomplished 
its first-tier goals, going out and just executing and performing competently and confidently. Yeah. Um, now, what does that do to our 15% chances of making the playoffs? I mean, it can only help it if we actually go out there and earn what, what it looks like people expect from us. That's right, 18%. Hey, man, we'll take the bump. We'll take it. Um, all that being said, like like I said, that's all I got for today. This is a quick hit. I just wanted to kind of go over those those fantasy implications uh, and just kind of discuss the predictions from the outside, you know, Vegas, ESPN, things of that nature. Nico, how do you feel? 4.1. Do you, you, do you think we're over or under that? Oh yeah, like I said with Colton, I think we're I think we're over. I think we got a good five, six. Yeah, and you've convinced me that we clearly got a nine win season. We're going to the playoffs, <laughs> obviously. We definitely I feel like if both Colton and I kinda landed on six wins and picked different games, then then I don't <laughs> then at least that means that there are seven or eight winnable games on the schedule, which is step one of winning. Is get find games you at least think you should win. Um so I, I, I'm going to go over on 4.1, um, and we won't get too much further into the lines and all that because we got we got a lot of talk tomorrow. So we want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us on this quick hit Thursday. Um, tune in tomorrow, Friday, 8 a.m., the spectacular bonanza that is Texans Battle Red Radio will be in full effect with Colton, myself, and, of course, Young Master Nico. Thank you, guys.